0: All right, well, thank goodness we have uh Chapel Heart. <laughs> Made it through the phone lines. Uh amazing amazingly enough, uh, with the way things have gone with the phone here at K Z U M. So are you there, Chapel Hart. Hello.
1: Hello,
0: hi, Tim. Oh, there you are. Well, hooray. I've I've been playing some of your music. Uh uh, you wonderful uh, uh, I guess two sisters and a cousin uh, I, go by that Chapel Hart, uh, Danica Hart and Devon 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 Hart and uh, good old cousin Trace Wendell um, and thank you so much for calling in Well thank y'all so much for having us we are super
1: excited to come to Lincoln and so
0: excited. We'll and so you're talking to you today is just Um, yeah. You've never been to Lincoln before, have you? Never. We are so so excited. This will be this is business. You know, this oh. is everybody's first time coming to Nebraska at all. So we're just super excited. Well, I we're excited you're coming here and as uh it kind of changed the title of the, your most recent album the girls are coming to town um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I'm not coming back to town but hopefully you'll be coming back again but you know yes it's exciting to have you but um i'm thinking your life kind of changed last year didn't it just a tad bit it really this
1: is danica and it really did um you know, we we always say from the um, an audition that almost never happened. So we originally, you know, in the music industry, they, it's always they always say it's like career suicide if you go and do those shows and all the things. So we were like, no, 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 no. We <laughs> had a fan who was like, no, please go, please go. The uh-huh. world needs to hear your music. Go, go, go. And so um, we were supposed to be out with the Indigo Girls. And um, long story short, that that somebody in their camp got COVID. So we were like, well, we're off and we already planned at the time. Of,
0: How about just go? Uh-huh. And, um, we say we are forever grateful that we did. Well, yeah, uh, it was an amazing <laughs> moment. And I, I was fortunate enough to see it when it happened. I, because I was familiar really? with your music. I had listened because Twilight Twang had, had played it uh, from your album, The Girls Are Are Back in Town. I knew Grown Ass Woman. I knew your stuff. And then all of a sudden, I was just kind of had it on the TV and said, there they are, Chapel Heart, on the America's Got Talent. And, and you just, uh, Simon Cowell, um, you know, he, he said, Th- these three minutes are going to change your life. Well, I'm thinking they did, because you got that golden yes. buzzer from everybody, everybody. And that doesn't happen hardly ever. We had never seen that before. So when,
1: and and, and then the whole moment, we were just so confused, really, like, what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> and um, even before we realized it, or they, somebody, we heard somebody in the back say, okay, they're out of golden buzzers. Like so, so we were just there. We just we knew we needed forty three three to four yeses. Uh-huh. We are going to be a okay, and we'll be home, going home back, and and so <laughs> it just it was it was truly the moment that changed our lives forever.
0: Uh, oh my gosh! You know, I I watched the video again today. It has like millions and millions of views. Uh, that video, right? I, it does, and and I cried. I cried when it happened. I know you all cried. <laughs> I think everybody but, in the audience cried. It was. I, I found it a very transcendent moment when it, I felt like you broke down a whole big barrier of um, black people doing, and uh, con- I'm going to cry right now, country music. Oh, come
1: on. <laughs> Look, that's a, we, are, we are banned from watching that video. I'm telling you, every <laughs> time we watch it, we cry. <laughs> and, um, I bet but you do. Someone asked yesterday, they were like, or, do y'all feel that y'all are a part, making history right now that... Y'all are doing such this huge thing in country music right now. Oh, yeah. And I, was, and I think our answer was, we're so, I guess I think it's because we're, so, um, we're so in the moment right now. We work so hard. We're independent artists. So everything mm-hmm. that has to get done, you know, either we got to assemble a team to do it or we're doing it ourselves. So we, it's just so much hard work that I think a lot of times we forget to slow down and go, mm. wait. You know, this is some. This is historic. Like we're we're doing it, and um, but so I think that that's we we don't really see it like that now. But we just focus on getting doing the work, going and Mm -hmm. you know just spreading the love. There's so many people who come to our show and say, "I feel seen. I feel loved. I feel like right at home with you guys." Mm. So our fans truly, like Deb said the other day, it's hard to call them fans because they really feel like family and friends. So
0: oh yeah. Well, what when when you three were on stage and when I saw you I felt so connected. I felt your emotions. That's why I cried. I I felt this was a very incredible experience. I'm so glad I was able to be there. I wasn't actually in the audience, but to kind of see it happen. And I think you're really part of this whole renaissance of, of black uh, country performers really finally getting some recognition. I mean, there's Valerie June, of course, Mickey Guyton, um, you know, but you appearing in front of millions and millions of people and having Simon Cowell, of all people, <laughs> say right. he loves you. I, I think that. That was just, uh, I think that really is an important thing that happened, and I think it's going to make it easier for every other uh, person who doesn't fit the stereotype of a country person, of a country singer, um, is going to be able to have more uh, recognition in that in that industry.
1: Yes, this is true, and uh, we can only hope to continue to make it make it easier for any other marginalized group to be able to Mm. flourish in in the country music industry and in any industry at that because like we always say during our show that like our show is for the dreamers the people who have things that they want to accomplish in life and dreams that they want to chase and sometimes it might it might not seem like a possibility but you never know until you reach out and do it and i'm just so glad
0: I'm so, so glad so many
1: people are being able to follow us along our journey, and hopefully that inspires others to do the same.
0: Well, I th- I think you. I'm so glad you made that decision, and how things worked out that you were able to do that, even though, I mean, because you reached so many people and made such a big impact. But, you know, and you've been doing music together for a long time, the three of you, um, uh-huh. since 2014, and, and when you first started, I mean, you were like busking the streets, weren't you? That's
1: right. We literally, we had to, I mean, you know, we, you know, I was at, I was the first one. I would say we were a family of job losers, but it worked out for us. <laughs> and so I lost my job in 2014. And so um, I, I decided to go to New Orleans. And, you know, I was like, if I'm ever going to be a singer in real life, as I called it, then this is my opportunity to try. So I lost my job. I went down to New Orleans. <laughs> and, um... And we just, we started busking on the streets and, you know, but that was our first interaction to, to that, or kind of our first indication, and we didn't know it at the time, but people loved what we were doing and they loved the authenticness of it. And we would, like, you know, do all these things, these amazing songs and, and show how, you know, on the street, we were able to do country music and, mm-hmm. you know, fuse it with other things and all the things. And, um, but then we, we started playing inside and I always tell people if we had better sense we probably would have moved to Nashville to do country music, but somehow we ended up in New Orleans. Ah. <laughs> and um and everybody they were like, Nobody plays country music here. So <laughs> we just we just, you know, we're kinda roughing it and doing like, you know, party music, band music, wedding music, all the things and um and then um uh, we finally realized we gotta start writing original music and we, you know, we just, it was it was the moment that, that was the first moment that changed our lives. And we started writing and writing mm. about our experiences growing up in Poplarville, Mississippi, and, and in the country, going to the creek, going to, like, we just started writing these experiences down. And then all of a sudden, we started putting them out in the world. And people were like, this reminds me of my summers in, oh, wow. you know, in Alabama. This reminds me of when I was a kid. And you know, like people just started coming out of the woodwork to say, "Man, this is the country music that I miss." And wow. we were like, "Whoa!" You know, like and it, like I said, it didn't, it didn't feel like this big, huge thing. But people were, you know, commenting online and coming to. We would have these. We were trying to like tour, and we were doing these small little shows that you know maybe 25 people were coming to or 30 people were coming to but they were coming and you know and then we'd go somewhere closer I mean go somewhere close and they come again and then they come Mm -hmm. again and um and that's what I'm saying that's a and I'm glad you said that because we've been around about a decade ish and um it has been just you know building and building and building and so Mm -hmm. Uh, I told you, we were around for quite a while before we got to AGT. But AGT was felt like the you know when people tell you the oh uh, I say our grandma used to tell the hard work will pay off. You got to keep working, They'll keep working. Mm-hmm. And AGT felt like the moment that all the hard work was paying off.
0: And you could tell that in your faces, <laughs> for sure. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, th- that it was just like oh my gosh, this is all worth. All the all the going in the streets and playing for 15 people and all the, the work that you put into it. And I'm really glad Devin mentioned to say, uh, when Simon says, well, he would have pressed the golden buzzer if he could. And he said, well, why don't you just try? <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought, thank you, Devin. Just try. And then they all kind of huddled together and did it. So um, so you uh, you kind of made a good use of the pandemic, um, the three of you. You were quarantined together, and you ended up writing the song for your most recent album, The Girls Are Coming to Town, Back to Town?
1: Yes, yeah, Sam. The, this is Devin. And the pandemic literally was probably one of the best things that happened for us in a strange way like you said, we were quarantined all together. Our managers were like, y'all ain't going, if y'all don't have to be stuck, y'all going to be stuck together. (laughs) Right. And so, um, we got a lot of time to just sit and write and, you know, really dig into it. And we got so many great songs out of that. Oh, you did. We're super, super thankful. I don't think, I think we kind of played hopscotch all throughout the pandemic. Whenever there was a state that was open, we would go to that state. We never truly that still and we tried to just capitalize on that on those states and cities that would be open anywhere that we could play during that time we were going to go
0: and that's uh that's you put out uh, what is it 2021 you put out the girls are coming back to town
1: is that 21? the girls are back in town yes
0: so you were you already had had the music and you wrote all that, and you were able to tour just I mean, it's not I mean, like you said, you did top scotch. Um, so have you, I know in the meantime you you got a, a manager, uh, uh, Jeff, who uh-huh. really kind of kind of got you going. you got started doing some videos and you did you released some singles, one of which was American Pride. Which I know you sang on America's Got Talent. Um, there, actually, some of those songs you have had a lot of stories behind them. Like you said, this is true life stuff that you're drawing on your growing up in the country. And that's that what you mentioned on America's Got Talent is that you're singing country music because that's who you guys are. Yeah, so we had a
1: we had a team of guys. Like, you know, we had. Uh, yeah, Derek Derek Williams and Jeff Glicksman, who really believed just from the beginning we were playing out um we were playing out in um there is a like a little it's a little lakefront restaurant and, you know, um R V park and so we called it our little redneck Riviera <laughs> and right. we but we were playing out there and they Derek was already working with us and just came out to see us after the French Quarter Fest. And, you know, there was something about the five of us that, you know, we just sat down one day and was like, look, we're going to do it. Like, we'll, we'll go, we'll ride this thing until the wheels fall off. <laughs> and it seems like every every year we tighten another lug nut. Like, and it just tightens uh. another lug nut. And so, um, you know, as, as we would go in and out of label meetings, we were all there to just kind of keep each other lifted and say, hey, look. It's a no right now we'll keep working, we'll keep working, mm. and so um, so it feels really good to have people who who believe in you and 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 trust your vision and you know who we that you know every there there's only a few of us on the team, but every we everybody kind of trusts everybody to do what they do best and wow that's it's just, great it's a beautiful thing
0: well, that's probably why you're doing so well and really just. Moving ahead at such uh, amazing speed and 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 coming to Lincoln, Nebraska, which is <laughs> fantastic. Well, uh, yeah. You're going to be here on Friday night. This coming Friday evening at a local venue. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um, you know, I, I'm curious. There, you, there's a lot of great stories that I was able to catch on about behind the you know b- behind the songs. And I played the last song I played was. The one that you got the golden buzzer, you can have them, Jolene. What what was the story behind writing that? Because I know you write all your own music.
1: This is street and um, we were actually it was you know during quarantine, and we were recording a a cover video for Dolly Parton's Nine to Five, and we were working in the restaurant that was on the um, on the property at the time. And in the video, Dev was a line cook, and she came in, like, at the beginning of the video, you see she comes in to, hey, and grabs her apron, and she's wearing a shirt that said, you can have him, signed to Jolene. And then it hmm. goes, like, wait a minute, what? Like, how can you take my man and tell me you can give, that I can have him back? And then um, she's like, well, you know what, how about you can just have him, Jolene? And then it was almost like you saw the libel go off wow. over everyone's head. Wow. And as soon as we finished... As soon as we finished recording that um, that little music video, we went and we started writing, and the
0: song kind of just came out almost instantaneously. Wow. That is such a great story. And that song has won awards in all kinds of places. Uh, um, what is it? Uh, I'm thinking Sweden or Switzerland. Um, um, yeah, and, Switzerland. It won the greatest song of the, the year award.
1: Um, in Scotland, it oh, won. Scotland, that's it. Um, yes, it won the single of the year the, um, and, like, the international song of the year. And it was, like, also nominated for, like, the British CMAs and a couple of other places. And we were so surprised that, like, our music has had such a far-reaching, um, uh, far-reaching impact. And we, do, we honestly can't wait to go back to Europe because mm. before we played in Innsbruck, Austria, we didn't even know that the country scene over there was as,
0: <laughs> as big as it is. Oh, very, very popular. I'm talking to Chapel Hart, who's going to be here in Lincoln uh, Friday evening. You're at a, a local venue here at Lincoln. Um, you also, I mean, so many things changed after that July of 2022. Uh, you got inducted to the uh, Grand Ole Opry? Yes. Um, oh, not.
1: Oh, we were—we uh, had our Opry debut. I got so excited. I didn't say yes. <laughs> so, um, and justice is when they ask you to become a member, which we are holding on to. We are oh, I right, hope That's so. on our wish list for Santa for next year. I hope so. But it sometimes it takes years and years and years and years and years to become a member, but um, we are we were asked uh, to make our Grand Ole Opry debut. And Deb, when I say like, there has been a lot of happy tears this year. We just screamed and cried, and, you know. The Opry's always been the pinnacle for us as kids, uh-huh. and you know, and, and even I think you can't have a career in country music and not want to play the Grand Ole Opry, where every, where all the legends have played. Oh my gosh! And so, um, for to for when when that happened, that was a that was a moment for us that that was a night for us that we could not. We we couldn't we couldn't have asked for a more perfect evening. Literally, everybody, the entire state of Mississippi and Louisiana looks like showed up.
0: <laughs> oh so, my gosh!
1: So anybody in Tennessee, if you try to get tickets, sorry. <laughs> but um, they just were there in full force to support us and love us, and it was loud. It was Mississippi loud and proud. <laughs> all the things.
0: Oh, that is that's wonderful, and I know I'm sure it was a very proud moment when Dolly Parton. Uh, tweeted how much she loved your version of her of the the song uh, you can have jolene
1: oh my goodness
0: when i tell you
1: we almost got kicked out of our hotel for screaming so loud <laughs> i was like there is no freaking way and then yeah uh, just when we thought our lives were complete loretta lynn oh. made a tweet a couple hours later and we were like what is our life
0: like oh now? my gosh
1: like how is this even possible so that was just a super crazy crazy um moment in our lives and i think that like the amazing thing is is that life is just so beautiful because last night we got a chance at the ramen to honor dolly for her birthday they did a mm. big dolly and birthday celebration And then we also got a chance to debut the song that Loretta wanted us to do before she passed away. Oh, all in the same night, so it was just we we almost couldn't contain ourselves.
0: Oh my gosh, is this on YouTube? Can can one uh, uh, watch some of these uh, performances, or did you have to be there?
1: It was one of those you had to be there moments. But on the other side of the coin. A lot of times what the opera will do is um, when they're not airing shows, they'll air older shows. Oh, and great. And so um, it may be one of those that gets aired later on. So, you know, oh, they get so. recorded. If they filmed it, it just doesn't come out until later.
0: Oh, that's exciting. You know, another exciting news is that you recorded with Darius Rucker. Woo! <laughs> You're getting all excited um, over there. <laughs> this
1: morning.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Yes, but um, it was actually, he'd reached out like
1: over a year before the America's Got Talent episode aired. Because, you know, we were coming, we've been coming back and forth to Nashville for at least like the last five or six years. And and he had apparently gotten wind of us and he was working on a song and he DM'd us and said, I'm working on this song and I can just hear you, I can just hear y'all singing harmonies on it and so we were super excited we got the song rushed to the studio and then you know we said we'll just chapel heart it up and then you can take <laughs> out whatever you don't need and after we recorded the song and sent it to them like we were super excited dancing and screaming and then we got an email back saying Yep, i got it we're like oh kind of like took the wind out of ourselves for a little <laughs> bit because like we thought that this was such an awesome song and didn't really get the it didn't really elicit the response we were hoping for, but then like two weeks later we got a message from Darius and it was like, oh my God, <laughs> what is this? This is amazing. Wow. can't wait to release it. And I always said that that was like the the comparison between whenever you first receive it and then when you actually listen to it. Oh, right. But, um, but he released the song on um, September 30th of last year and there's just something about like Darius as a person as an as an entertainer a musician, he is just absolutely golden and we're so honored mm-hmm. to have gotten the opportunity to sing that song with him and then to put the cherry on the top for the AGT finale um, the finale show, we got to perform with him singing Bonnie Raitt's Let's, wow. Let's Do Something to Talk About and that kind of like our dreams of being able
0: to perform with it. That is so great. Well, Darius Rucker is one of those people who have broken down barriers, too, obviously. Um, black performers uh, doing country music or... Uh yeah the thing that kind of winded down a little bit here um you your vocals I mean your harmony vocals are it's like blood harmony um and you've been compared to like groups like the chicks in fact even Phil who hadn't really listened to your music said they sound like the chicks, you know the way you blend so beautifully um, because you're been singing together so long and you've been you're related and you just have this and and Simon Cowell also mentioned that he loved girl groups, and he kind of harkened back to those, those great vocals by by those trios. Oh, um, that was that. I
1: mean, I I think we still can't get over that. Simon was just such a fan of Chapel Heart, and we were mm-hmm. like still, really still waiting for him to say something to me. We're like, what well, did he had to say? It. <laughs> but um, you know, we are we come from a huge family, like our family, our grandparents had. Seventeen children and there's 108 grandkids. Oh my goodness! And when I say every event was surrounded by music, Tree I think has the best um, has the best analogy for it. She said, "I didn't realize I was an adult, but I grew I literally grew up in a musical because everything that we had was surrounded by music. If it was birthday celebrations, graduations, marriages, mm. divorce parties, like you name it, there was going to be a piano to slide out and. We were singing music, wow,
0: so no wonder, um,
1: and it I think it I think more than anything it definitely helped with the harmonies, but I think that's where it grew our love for music and all kinds of music, and it was just all things music all the time, and um and we you know what I mean like it, and it just it is the basis and the foundation of how we got started and who we are and mm-hmm. you know and where the harmonies come from, so you've well, had a lot of
0: practice. <laughs> you've had a lot of practice, and it shows. And and the fact that you're like a family, um, and you're so honest and real in your music. Uh, you just put out a brand new single called "Glory Days," and I'm going to go out with "Glory yes. Days." Do you want to just talk about that a, a little bit before we go?
1: Um, the our song "Glory Days." I don't know. We are in a we are in a glory days phase, and um, we "Glory Days" is about you know enjoying those moments where you may not have all the tools for life, for the thing that you want to do. You may not have all the money to do what you want to do, but it's about the journey. Mm. It's about the up, It's about the downs. It's about having good days and bad days. But being present in the journey and taking it all in. Mm. And um, we recently lost our grandmother in November. And, you know, as hard as it was and, you know, as, as hard as we cried, we all kind of had that, that moment where we came around and was like, you know, this is this is a part of the story. When we look back and we talk about, you know, running hundred miles per hour trying to get stuff ready for tour, but you know, having to slow down to lay our grandmother to rest. Like it, it's all about the journey. Mm. And so, for anybody, this is a, this is our album. This is our gift to the dreamer out there. Is that every day won't every day won't be a great day. Every day won't be sunshine. But if you pay, if you focus on the journey. When when you when you get to the place where you when it's all said and done, you can go. Wow, we really had like I had fun, I lived, and so you know that's the that's the basis of the glory days.
0: Well, then it sounds like sounds like a good song to go out with. And uh, there's and as mentioned, part of that journey is coming to Lincoln, Nebraska, and Chapel Heart gonna be here singing your hearts out uh, on Friday evening here in Lincoln. So you can check out. There's all kind of places to find you on social media, isn't there?
1: Uh-huh. Listen, y'all, go. please go find us everywhere. Go get your tickets. Listen, it's about to be a love fest. It's going to be inspirational. It's going to be fun. You're going to hear some songs you've heard before. You're going to learn some new Chapel Heart songs. And we're really going to take you on a ride and, a, and a, take you on a ride through the journey of the glory days. And so okay. if you're debating about getting your tickets, don't wait any longer. Go now. They're coming. And we're excited to come.
0: All right. Well, I've been talking to Chapel Heart. Um, and uh, gosh, it's been great. Danica. I know you had a, a vocal uh, uh, throat surgery. Are you doing mm-hmm. better since then?
1: A hundred and fifty percent. And I am ready to come to Nebraska and just, I can, I can only show you in person how, <laughs> how great it is. And, you know, feels good to be back and not struggling and all oh, the things.
0: So. All right. Well, Danica Hart, Devin Hart, and Trey Swindle, our Chapel Hart, got to Lincoln, Nebraska here this Friday evening. Thank you so much for talking to me today. I really, really appreciate it. We had so much fun. <laughs> well, me too. And I'm big fans. And I continue on that great journey and, and inspire people because you are very inspirational. Let's go out with Glory Days. This is Chapel Hart here on The Women's Show. And take care. See you soon. Bye bye. Okay, thank you so much. To you y'all. bet. Bye.